Welcome everyone. I'm Jeffrey Goodman, Director of Marketing and Development for the YMCA of Northwest Louisiana. We're here at 318 Latino Studios for Shreveport Bossier, my city, my community, my home. And we have a super special guest today. It's Miss Emery Holsclaw. Uh, can't wait to speak with Emery. She's super fascinating and uh, we're about to learn a lot more. So Emery, thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Can't wait to talk to you. So we'll hop into your world. Okay. Um, as I warned you beforehand, this first question's super long, so hang in there with me. So okay. I don't know how you do all that you do. You are and have been involved in so many aspects of our community that I can't even begin to list everything, but let me at least hit a few of the high points. You are, and if I get anything wrong, please correct me, you are the market manager at Shreveport Farmers Market, chairman of the marketing committee for the Highland Jazz and Blues Festival. I'm the festival coordinator now. Festival coordinator for the Highland Jazz and Blues Festival. Correct and Vice President of Membership for the Public Relations Association of Louisiana's Northwest Chapter. Correct. And that's about 1% of what you do. <laughs> in, in short, as the owner-operator of Lanyap Prime LLC, you are, and I, I stole someone else's words, probably yours, you are a community crusader, epic event planner, and business management, public relations, and marketing professional. You and I know each other, but I didn't know your story, how you got to where you are today before preparing for today's discussion. So let's start here. Take me back if you would and could, and tell me about your journey that led you to become the owner of Lanyap Prime. Okay, okay, ooh. Um, I'm gonna say, and, I, and I've told the story before, so if I get teary-eyed, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna say my journey started when I got a divorce. And um, and I, I was happy in my job, it's not that I wasn't. Um, and I had, you know, two kids and I was just navigating things. And um, my first big girl job, uh, you know, was at the Shreveport Job Corps Center and I did the work-based learning program there. And so a lot of my work consisted of finding students um, internships and volunteer opportunities so that they could graduate. And so, you know, once that job ended and I found another job, I was already in, in like ingrained in the community. So um, I had started that journey right before I got divorced. And when he left, I just said, okay. I'm going to stick with YPI. Like I can only do one because of the time restraints. And so let me do that. And I feel like YPI. Tell people what YPI is. Oh, sorry. Um, the Young Professional Initiative through the Shreveport Chamber. And so I felt like that organization really gave me an opportunity to meet a lot of people, a lot of networking. Um, and it, um, it just really opened doors with friendships and professional relationships that have molded to me to where I'm at today. Um, and so, um, you know, I went through the next job and then that job um, had Let some... me interrupt one sec. Sure. And at this point, you don't have a bachelor's degree, I, I, I think. And that's something that you feel is holding you back. And uh, that is part of, I mean, there are other concerns, obviously, yes. at this point. I'm newly divorced. I have two children and I'm trying to figure out what to do with my life. But one of the challenges, too, is you don't have a bachelor's degree. Correct. And so... Um, you know, whenever me and my husband were together, I, you know, I had stopped going to school after my um, associate's degree 
so that he could do school. And so he was getting his journeyman's um, license. And so that was five years. So it was, we were going back and forth on, on that, you know. And so when he left, um, I had just started back into my classes for my bachelor's degree. And then, you know, financial restraints kind of held that up a little bit. So, um, you know, I wanted to go in some different fields and, and without that bachelor's degree, like, you, you know, I can't go into higher education and they don't allow it. And so, um, I, um, found a few years later that, um, my, when my company left, um, not my company, but where I was at laid everybody off, I, I needed somewhere to go. And luckily I had a really good friend at, um, what's now the Berkshire grocery arena and, and Garth Brooks was coming to town and he was doing a thing. It was like a four show or yeah, it was like a four show over three days and they needed some help. And they were like, can you come and work temporarily till this is over? I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I got to put food on the table. And, um, I, I mean, to, let's just say that in, in my high school career and throughout all my volunteering, I love events. Like I love doing events. I can remember doing pep rallies and homecomings and proms and like decorating and planning and all that, you know, so it's something I've always loved to do. I just didn't know how to make that into a financial thing. And so, um, then the marketing coordinator at the arena left and they said, can you stay on until we find somebody else? Yeah, sure. You know, I'm not, yeah, I'm not gonna turn down money. And I was having a lot of fun there, you know, and then um, I had been. And let me interrupt. Where are we year wise? So what what year are we talking about approximately? So we're talking uh, about 2016. Okay. About yeah, I think it was about 2016, and um, so I was teeter totter in between Bozier Arts Council and um, the arena, and I mean it was great, and I'm very appreciative for both of the people in my lives that gave me an opportunity to keep food on the table for my kids. And um, just the experiences that it that it brought, and so um, probably around February or March of 2017, um, they found the right person at the arena that they needed, and so I just kind of did more stuff um, over at Bozier Arts. And it was at that time I was approached by a friend who had a cookbook coming out and said, "I, I really want you to to do my PR." And I'm like, "No, no, I'm not opening my own business. I'm not doing it." And she's like, no, you're the one and I want you to do it. And I was like, well, I'll think about it. She's like, I'll give you a week. And I'm like, okay, well, she gave me like a day. And then she gave me an offer. I was like, I can do that, you know. And so um, a few weeks, well, probably two months after that, a dear friend, well, it was probably right around that time, actually, now that I think about it. Um, dear friend, Kelly Rich was the executive director over at Highland Jazz and Blues Festival she got a great offer in Florida and she was like, and this was when I was on, you know, the board and doing the marketing as the chairman. And so, um, she was like, would you like to apply? You know, I think you'd be a great fit. And so I applied in like death, I guess it was like June, May ish, June of 2017. Um, they wanted to contract me to do the, be the festival coordinator for Highland Jazz and Blues Festival. And so it was at that time that I was like, okay, well, I, I can't stay at Bozier Arts, so I really do have to open for business. And so um, I created the LLC and the business name, and and here we are six years later. And, and last meeting I, w- I attended with you, someone asked this question. I'm going to ask you. It wasn't one of my plain questions, but as you're talking, I'm, I'm thinking about it. So 
imposter syndrome. Oh God. So how do you, you know, imposter syndrome, I guess, for people out there who don't really know what we're talking about, it's, you know, how do you, how do you prove that you really know what you're telling people they should pay you to do or to know for them? I don't um, know. Ask my counselor. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I think that, um, just doing it and, and every year growing. And I mean, I'm still learning. I'm in year six. Yeah. Yeah. Year six. I don't even know what year it is. Um, year six of having my own business and, and, you know, it's still trial and error. It's, it's still like, you know, I, I ask myself every day, I just asked this question right before I walked over here. It's like, what do you think about this social post? Is it too corny? You know, like, but I, I just have to keep telling myself, Emory, you know what you're doing? Like Highland Jazz and Blues Festival is next week. And we are in a very good spot as far as, you know, all the planning. And I keep telling myself every day, is something, is like the ball about to drop? Did you forget something? Like, it, this is way too calm. But I know what I'm doing. And and I have great people around me that help me. And, and, you know, teamwork makes the dream work. And we're getting it all done. And so... To answer your question, I don't know. I'm in counseling for that. You know, <laughs> I still work on that every day. I mean, it's like, Emory's so cool. I'm like, is she? Like, I mean, maybe. But, but it's very human to feel that way. I yeah. think I think all of us or most of us feel that way. Good. So as you're talking, it kind of brings me to the next question. I'm going to jump in. Um, talk to me. Talk to me about some of the things that for you qualify or, or, or make a great event or make a, an event great? Well, honestly, um, I mean, you could do everything right, but if the, if the customer, if the guest don't like it, it's a, it's a failure in my opinion. Like it's not about us or all the planning we did or, you know, who we bring or what food is there. I mean, all that's great. But if, nobody wants to come or if the people that do come are there and they don't like it, well, then you failed because it's, it's gotta be about what they want. It's gotta be about, um, the community at large and how you bring them together and what they leave with, you know, do they leave with a great vibe and they had a wonderful time and really, I guess success is, did you make a good memory? And if you did, well, then my job is done. And how do you, how do you, what is that? Like, how do you ensure I'm giving you what you want? Um, well, I mean, look, there's always going to be complaints. You can't please everybody. Um, you can try all day long and I do. Um, but I do think that, and I've, I've seen it like at some point you have to step away and you have to look at wherever you're at, whether it's Columbia Park or Festival Plaza or whatever, and you have to take a look and do you see parents playing with their kids you know in sandboxes or do you see you know people on stage dancing with the band or do you see you know couples hugging and singing and and you know do you see people having a good time and then like you shed a tear or two and then you get back to work you know so I mean that's what it is I mean did they have a good time and, and a lot of that is feedback you know is but you can see it too and, and maybe not the whole time, but you can stop for a second. And if you can see it, it, it means the world. Love that. And, and, um, 
Walk me through, because I've heard you talk a little bit about this in the past, walk me through some of your process and approach to putting on a successful event. Oh, God, I don't even know where to start. So, (laughs) you know, the past two days I've, like, sat at my computer and go, oh, my God, where do I start? Um, I I think the concept is is where you start. You know, do you have a good concept of what you want to do? Is it something... I'm really big about not reinventing the wheel. There's no reason for us to have a second Red River Revel. We have a really good one. Don't, you know, uh, imitation is not the highest honor of flattery or, or whatever, however that goes. It's not. It's it's painstakingly a pain in the butt. And so, um, you know, start with the concept. And then um, for me, the next thing is the date. When do you want to do it? And then, you know then please check a community calendar or see if something else big is going on that weekend. Um, don't, we are blessed to have so many things going on in Shreveport Bossier, but sometimes there's too much. And, um, and where does one find a community calendar? Like, oh, what do you suggest? I mean, go to the Shreveport fun guide, go to the spar calendars, um, go to chamber calendars. You know, you're going to have to do your due diligence. DDA has great, you know, information. You're going to have to really work to find it because there's not just one. And hopefully one day it'll be on my website. Who knows? You know, um, but, um, you know, how detrimental would it be for you to plan an arts festival in, you know, um, a park in the city when there's a huge arts festival going on right in downtown Shreveport? Like, first of all, you're going to, you know, deviate vendors. You're going to, you know, deviate guests. And like nobody wins at that point. You know, at that point, you should probably partner with the bigger one and see how you can contribute to the cause. Um, and so um, I'm really big about, like, not copying things. But um, start with the date and then work backwards. Um, so if the date is, you know, you need a good six to nine months and sometimes a year, depending on the depth of how big it is, to actually pull off a very, very nice um, festival. Maybe not so long for just, like, a a dinner or something, but for a festival, yeah, I need way more than six months. And are we, are we building spreadsheets? Like how are we, how are we making sure everything's being taken care of? How do we, how are we making sure that we've got checks and balances? Like how are we staying on top of all the details, which are everything? That's a good question because I've been really kind of diving into that lately. Like I I live and breathe spreadsheets obviously, but I I have been looking for some kind of new software that, you know, is more task oriented and, and can, you can assign people to it. And, and then when it's done, there's some kind of mark off thing. I have a great planner that everything's in. And if I ever die, somebody please take it and learn. But, um, yeah, I mean, spreadsheets and, uh, communicating with your team, like that's huge. Yeah. I mean, it can't all be in my brain. It's gotta be, everybody has to know about it. And so just working together, um, delegating um, delegating and, and and then like my google drive has like a hub and then like this hub is for highland jazz and blues and within that hub there's printing there's artwork there's operations there's vendors that you know and so whichever one you've been assigned to you know you have access and then that's how we roll love it all right so as someone who is massively involved in the community uh, my next two questions just uh, focus on kind of what you see as you look 
look around. So my first question is just, as you look around our community, talk to me about some of the things that concern you most. Um, well, I mean, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't say that the, the violence that we have right now is, is, um, is concerning. You know, um, I even hear it at the farmer's market. Oh, you're downtown. I don't want to go downtown. Like, the farmer's market downtown on a Saturday morning. What are you afraid of? And so I think that's a, a lot of that is perception. My perception of downtown on 7.30 a.m. on a Saturday morning is not the same as somebody else's. And so, um, you know, how do you change the perception? I think it started in the media. You know, I can't fix that. Um, but, I mean, just... And, and maybe just, I mean, your perception is lived in. Right. So, I mean, some sometimes you can change your perception by just going and having an experience and, right. and, and, and judging for yourself. Correct. And so, um, you know, you, you have to step out of your lived-in area and say, oh, okay, you know, now what? And so, and it's the same thing with events. Oh, I might love this band, but not everybody else in this community might, you know. So, um, but I think that's concerning. I think we have a great new mayor. I think that the... You know, I said I wasn't going to get political, but I think there's some interesting elections coming up where I hope everybody votes for whoever they think is the best person for the new sheriff position and other things so that, um, you know, we can try to fix the violence. However, you know, and we've got to come together as a community. And I, I believe events like Highland Jazz and Blues Festival and the Revel, you get to know your neighbors, you get to know, you know, people and, you know, if you know people and you care about them, are you really going to hurt them? So, um, and then if there's got to be more good, right? Like, I feel like there's a lot of good in, in our community. Um, I know some people don't see it that way. And I, that's unfortunate. Um, again, that's perception. And so I think that um, that would be concerning. Um, I think that... that there's some concerning things when you are trying to put an event on and um, how uh, things change a lot and trying to navigate through those waters in a very politically correct way. Um, what do you mean by that? Are we talking about rules change? Yeah, or? just different rules change or, you know, and then it's like, okay, so now we're adjusting 10 days before the festival. Thank you very much. Um, you know, wrench is thrown and... and you know, a lot of anxiety medication to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, it, so I think, you know, maybe an event coalition where we all get together and say, okay, this is what it is and this is how we all navigate it, you know. And so, um, you know, maybe that's in the future, who knows. But um, I think it would be helpful for us all to be on the same page of what requirements are so we can all move forward in our planning in a in – a, a, successful way and this wasn't a plain question but i'm just curious you know as someone who's deeply entrenched in the event space do you feel like we have too many events not enough events or a good number of events for a community of this size um I, you know it's hard for me for me personally i'm like there's way too many events but um because i can't go to all of them there's no way like there, sometimes there's five events in one day. I'm like, I am not Superwoman. Y'all can joke about it all day long that my cape is flying, but it is not. I'm tired. Um, but um, I do think that there's that goes back to the calendar. Could some of those been moved to the next weekend? Um, so with it, 
I do think we have great events in this town. I think that um, there are some events that could partner with other events to make a bigger, better one instead of copycatting. Um, but again, did they know about it? Did they, did they know what it was? Did they, you know, was there access? Yeah, all the things. And so, um, but we do have great events in this town. And I mean, I think that we have um, a lot to offer for anybody that either lives here or wants to visit here. Um, there's just, there's so many wonderful things. And I don't find when I travel, when I travel, I don't find that many fun things outside of our area. And I don't find that many fun, good restaurants outside of this area. And so I find myself going, I just want to go home. Um, and so, which some people might think I'm crazy, but I really love it here. And I think that we have just a plethora of stuff to offer. And so, um, I think also to answer your question, my perception of events is that we have a lot. My friend that lives in Old City might not think the same, you know, or, you know, is there enough for the kids to do? Is there enough for older singles to do? Is You know, I think that it, it depends on who you are, what you want to do, but I kind of feel like there's always something um, and you just kind of have to go look for it. Now, how do they hear about it? How do they find it? It's not all in one place. And so there's the, the rub is like, where do you find it? And where, how do I, I didn't know about this. And it's like, oh my God, I spent so much money marketing. How did you not know about it? And it's like, but I didn't market to that group. It wasn't, you know, so, um, that's the marketing nightmare, right? It's like, oh my God, did you really <laughs> say you, you didn't hear about it? Oh my geez. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think it's, um, I think we have great things here. I think the event scene is, is, um, way better than many other, um, towns of our size and, um, super proud of all the things we do and, um, definitely an advocate for Shreveport Bossier. And if I could find a way to just put like a, a pin in everybody's ear about all the events, I would do it. I just haven't figured out that device just yet. <laughs> when you figure it out, let me know. Right. Too. <laughs> and so my final just formal question, and we can talk we have all the time in the world is just kind of the flip side of that last question. Just as you look around, what, what makes you proud or what gives you hope or what makes you optimistic that this community is headed in a, in a good direction? Um, you know, we have the people in Shreveport Bossier is what makes us right. And to me, like some people are like, Oh, we don't have good hospitality. I'm like, who are you talking about? Great hospitality here. Um, I'm sorry that some have bad experiences. Um, you know, I do think that, um, I think the establishment of our new brand out of the, uh, visit Shreveport Bossier is huge. I think, um, getting away from Shreveport Bossier's other side is going, hopefully going to let the community come together and rally together around something new and exciting and, um, kind of explains who we are better. And um, I'm excited about that. I've been, you know, in group meetings for that for years. And so that's been my number one complaint. So I'm super excited about the change. Um, and I think that, um, 
I don't know. I mean, I just, I love our community so much. And, and there's such a sense of pride when, I, you know, and maybe it's just the things that I do. I don't know. I'm proud of the things that I do, but I'm proud of all the other people that I see doing great things. There was an event last week that I had nothing to do with, um, healers. And I heard it went absolutely fabulous. I, w I was not there, but I've heard nothing but great things. And, and what a great way to celebrate our medical community. Um, but I mean, that's just it. We have so many from medical to hospitality to, you know, infrastructure, not infrastructure, cause that needs work, but, um, you know, our industries here, the, the air force base, I jokingly say I date the bark cell bubble. Um, but we have so many great things. We, and then I get the pleasure of throwing events to bring them all together. Like that's the, for me, I'm like, I really do get to bring the community together. It's pretty cool. Um, but I, I think we have so many wonderful things and did we highlight enough? I think we do. Um, I just, um, yeah, I, I think that, look, we're always going to need work. Like roads are always going to need to be worked on. Infrastructure is going to need to be worked on. You know, something could always be newer and better and, and, and all the things. Um, but just accepting who we are, we're Shreveport Bossier. Like, that's who we are, and we have a lot to offer. And it's really cool the stuff that we do offer. And I don't want to be Austin, and I don't want to be Dallas, and I don't want to be Atlanta. I want to be Shreveport Bossier. I'm good here. And I would hope everybody is too. And, um, you know, if, if you're not, how can we make you? You know, what can we do to make you feel better? And um, I do feel like, there's a lot of people here that are really pushing for that. It's like, well, what can we do to get your buy-in? Um, because we want it. We want you here. We don't want you to leave, and, and we don't want you to go to the next town or, or whatever. Um, you know, we want you to be here. And I, I just, there's nothing better in this community than the people, period. And then second to, you know, we have so many other great things to offer. Pick, pick something. You'll find it. Is there anything else that, uh, you know, like I said at the very beginning and said a couple times through this, I mean, I don't know anyone that does any more in this community than you do. So is there anything else that you'd like to talk about or that's important to you? Um, again, we have all the time in the world if, you, if there's anything I didn't ask or anything know. that you'd want. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, everybody's like, you do so much. I'm like, I, I constantly feel like I don't do enough. And, the, and that's kind of the imposter syndrome. It's like, did I really do enough? Um, I found myself three times today say, I can't do that. I'm at, I'm, my capacity is limited, which is new for me. No is not in my vocabulary. Um, but it is getting very close to, you know, we're nine days out from Highland and we're 22 days out from Revel. So my capacity is extremely limited. And so I do have to start saying no, my counselor would be so, so happy. <laughs> Um, but you know, and I'm, I'm very vocal about, you know, my mental health because it, if I'm not in a good mental place, my kids aren't, my friends aren't, you know, I can't contribute like I do. Um, and so, um, and burnout's real, you know, and, and, you know, I just finished a 13 week stint of a Shreveport farmer's market. It's the number one farmer's market in the state. Um, huge. That's huge. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Thank much you. Much deserved. Thank you so much. Um, we have such a great food scene there. Um, we have, you know, Key Mexico got their start at the Shreveport Farmer's Market, Bon Asian, Well-Fed, 
All these great restaurants that we go to all the time now got their start at just a table at the Shreveport Farmer's Market. And uh, Drip was last year, and now this year, I'm proud to say that um, Shreveport Biscuit Company, you know, they got their start with us, and now they're opening their own brick and mortar. Um, it's a lot of good stuff coming out of just the Shreveport Farmer's Market. Ben and, Whalen was our guest last yep. week, and he was singing your praises. Oh, well, thanks. Ben. Ben's funny, because um, he likes to joke with me, because I do send nasty emails when things mess up and so he's like oh auntie emory's out to play <laughs> but, well i asked him what i asked him what makes him optimistic about the community and the first thing he said was when he wakes up early in the morning on saturday when he's not a morning person and he gets to the farmer's market and he sees everyone else committed like he is that that makes him optimistic and that's that awesome his whole description of what saturday morning feels like during farmer's market season was was great oh my gosh that's that's awesome um love ben and and i love everything that all the the vendors are doing at the streetport farmer's market um we are in the running to be number one again this year so um go to our facebook page and vote um, it ends September 18th, and so, um, but we've worked really hard, and I think one of the things I'm most proud about is um, the food stamp program that we have at the Shreveport Farmers Market. A lot of people still haven't heard about it. Um, we are the only um, Department of Agriculture um, approved farmers market to take food stamps, and so you have to have 51% farmers in order to do that, and we do. And so um, for years we took it, and when I took over, I noticed that it wasn't really being utilized. And I was like, well, this is a great benefit to our community, and especially in what most would call like a food desert in the Shreveport, uh, downtown Shreveport area. And so um, so I started kind of promoting that, and then um, we got a partner, Louisiana Healthcare Connections, to offer a match. And so if someone comes and runs their food stamp card for $20, we gave $20 additional in tokens to shop with at the market. So that increases access to healthy items for the customer and it also um, helps with uh, more buying for the vendors. And so then last year um, I was on a team that advocated for some additional match dollars coming from the state. It's called Grow the Good. And so we were able to take what pot of money we had left of um, Louisiana Healthcare Connections and roll some of that into 2024 and do $10 from them and $10 from Grow the Good. And so we're still doing the $20 match. It's it's an excellent program. And, yeah, I didn't even know that existed. That's amazing. It, it is. It's such an amazing program. Um, even for those, you know, moms that they're, you know, Caddo Parish schools, all the kids get free lunch. And so most of the, I don't know how that works, but most or all of the parents got a food stamp card if they were, I guess, under a certain you know, criteria and they could come use their cards uh, at the market. And so um, just to give you kind of a perspective of it, when I started the market in 2019, there about every summer, there was about $400 worth of usage on SNAP cards. And so um, this year when we ended, there was about $7,000 of usage for the summer. And so that's a huge increase. Yeah. Um, and so I'd, I'd like to think that we make a difference and I'd like to think that, you know, it, it impacts more than just, you know, the, the lower income that has that benefit. It also impacts our vendors and it makes us, you know, be 
sought out more by better vendors. I mean, I'm getting new farmers calling all the time. How do I get in? How do I get in? And so, um, you know, people are like, can you go into the fall? Can you have it year round? And I'm like, no, (laughs) no, we can't. Um, but we really can't. So let me say that on record is that, um, the Shreveport Farmers Market is a program of the Red River Rebel. A lot of people don't know that either. And the Rebel hires me to manage it. So, but we are at Festival Plaza and we have other, not just us, but other organizations like Gumbo Gladiators and uh, Mudbug Madness have festivals in the spring that we can't get in front of or we could and then we'd have to stop every other weekend or something. And then it would just be weird. And then come Labor Day weekend, we have the Labor Day Festival. It's not us. It's somebody else. And then we have Revel. Like, we start setting up for Revel. And then we have Brew. And so there's not any time. And, and just to be honest, I mean, come August, a lot of our farmers were dried out. And, the, you know, 40 days with no rain didn't help the, the crops. And, and um, so you know, not all crops can last in Louisiana heat and we have to have a certain amount of um, farmers in order to be called a farmer's market. And so um, as much as we would love to have the Shreveport Farmer's Market into the fall or year round, it's just not feasible for us. And, um, you know, the Red River Revel also does Cork, the wine festival, and then partners with My Bug Madness for Brew. So, um, we have other things that we do throughout the year and, um, but we're very good about sharing opportunities with our vendors, um, for, you know, not just our things, but if, if somebody else sends us, Oh, you know, Highland, like, okay, guys, does anybody want to go be a vendor at Highland? So we'll send them to the vendors and we try to make sure that they have other opportunities to sell their goods. And so it's kind of the story behind the market. Uh, just so everybody has it on record, because <laughs> that is the question of the month right now. Well, that should be, I mean, obviously that's a huge compliment. That's just people saying, you guys do an amazing job. I, I, I wish it was available all the time. So, I, of course. Um, and, and you guys do do an amazing job. Thank so. you. Thank you. I, I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm very grateful to the Rebel for, you know, giving me a, a chance, you know, I guess that was what two years into business and saying, we, we believe in you. We think that you can not only market, you know, all of our four big programs, but we think you can manage one of them. And it's like, and so I think, you know, that was really, um, a and I didn't even mention me. that. So tell me what your role is for the rebel organization okay. as a whole. So we didn't even talk about that. No, and you're wearing okay. a red river rebel shirt. So I, am. I feel like, and Logan has been one of our previous guests. Yes. So I would be remiss if I didn't at least talk about the rebel for a second. Sure. Um, the previous, um, leadership there hired me, um, initially to be their marketing person. And, um, Within like two weeks, the person that was going to take over the farmer's market broke her leg or her ankle. And um, they were like, okay, Emery, do you think you could do both? And I'm like, sure, why not? You know, again, no is not in my vocabulary. Um, But um, it was a great opportunity. And I, I was like, yeah, I mean, I think, and I'm more like, when you think of the tortoise and the hare, I'm the tortoise. I want to perfect what we're doing and then slowly but surely get it to a better place, get to the finish line to make it the, the best. I mean, um, I'm a perfectionist. 
And um, I can't say that's a great thing, but it does help in my line of business. Um, but it hurts too, you know, because if one little thing goes wrong, I think I failed. Like, like oh, there's ants in your spot. Oh, God, I'm terrible, you know. <laughs> so um, it does, it, I'm working on it. Um, but um, so anyway, and then um, 2021, um, we were without an executive director at the Red River Revel. And so um, I stepped up and started doing a lot more event planning with them and uh, just took on some more duties to fill the holes. And um, and they had someone else in the director of operations role. And we just kind of tag team us two staff. And of course, I'm 1099. So I'm not, you know, I'm contract. I should say that I'm contract. And um, with all their volunteers, and, and I will say the Revel has a, a very great core of like volunteers that have been around for a long time and that were willing to roll up their sleeves and help us put on a festival in 2021 right after COVID. And, you know, we pulled it off um, and that was great. And But it could always be better. And um, it, it did need someone at the helm. And, um, you know, I was standing there with Logan. He was a friend of mine. And I, we were watching, like, I had leaned on Logan's music expertise um, during 2021, be like, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? Do you think we should book this? And, you know, he's just like, oh, my God, I'm tired of being recalling. But uh, <laughs> he was very, very gracious with his time. And so we were standing there watching Samantha Fish on a Thursday night at the Revel. And we were just enjoying so much because we were so happy to have her there me and him were and um he was like who's executive director i haven't seen like i was like oh we don't have one right now and he was like oh really and so um i said yeah i think they're probably gonna hire one after brew you know we got to get through all this and like throwing a new executive director in the fire is probably not the way to go and um and so we were just sitting there talking for a minute and and then it was like an epiphany and I just like, I remember turning my head and going, oh, you should do it. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, what? No. And I was like, oh, yes, you should do it. <laughs> and um, so we, we went back and forth for a minute. He was like, you don't want to do it? I was like, no, I really like what I'm doing now. Like, you know, imposter syndrome. I can't do that. I can't run the Red River Rebel. Um I'm sure I could if I put my mind to it, but it, it was just such a epiphany moment. And he, I remember being at the Revel Saturday that day. So two days later and he called, he said, are you on site? And I was like, yeah. He said, can you come over here? And I was like, sure. Where are you? And he said, the booth, you know, I was like, okay. And so I went over there and he was like, if you really don't want him, I, I really think I'm going to do it. I was like, oh, I think you should, <laughs> but you can't fire me. <laughs> <laughs> and um so anyway um he ended up um applying and interviewing and 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 here we are two years later and logan's the executive director of the red river revel and um i totally enjoy working with someone that's like a brother to me that you know we want to kill each other half the time and the other half we love each other <laughs> you know so uh, but we work very well together and, and you're kind of you are the marketing arm for Yes. All things rebel. All things rebel. Okay. I am. And okay. So my, I should have said that at the beginning. That's okay. That's a, that's a massive well, role. I'm, that's I'm, a massive part of your. You're your, right. Your it is professional I mean, life. You're right. It is the, um, it, I I have an office at the rebel and um, you I, walked here today. I walked here today. Um, needed to get my steps in and um, 
you know, I'm very gracious that they allow me to do that and, and, you know, um, treat me as part of the staff. And so my, my exact title is director of marketing for Red River Revel, which includes Cork, Farmer's Market, Brew, and the Revel. And then I'm at the Just market. a few things. Yeah, just a few. And then I'm the market manager for the Shreveport Farmer's Market. So I take the lead on that one. And so, um, again, I'm very gracious to them. Um, they do treat me like staff and, and, um, I feel very, um, valued and loved there. And, um, I really, I, I'm probably getting choked up, but I, I really love what we do. And, um, you know, there are times where I have to step away from the event cause I'm like overwhelmed with joy. I'm like, look what we did. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I'm the same way with Highland. Um, I love Highland. I'm the only staff there. And of course I'm contract and we have a great board and we've worked all year to, to have this festival. And, you know, I'm so lucky that the Revel, they all volunteer too. Like, the staff, Logan's my stage manager for Highland. And so, um, you know, our new director of operations is volunteering to help too. So, I mean, there's a way for all of us to work together and, and you know, not step on each other's toes. And we do it and we do it well and um, super proud of all that we do. Well, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm grateful to you and uh, for all, for, for who you are, for all you do for our community. We're so lucky. So oh, well, thanks for being here. Thank you. I just, you know, I'm just a girl from 7-11-07. That's what I say. I'm like, I'm just a girl from 7-11-07 that just wants to be happy in the place I live. Like that's, and you know, if some of the things that I can do can help make other people happy, well then... I think as a person, I've done my job. Like, so using my skills for the betterment of the community. Yeah, there we go. Love it. Thanks, Emily. Thanks. Absolutely.